<laughs> Hello there, I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode 109. Elvis, baby. Come on now. <laughs> Hang on. Look out, man. <laughs> Listen what up, you man. have, man? Only two people in the whole world review Elvis, man. And that is <laughs> Brian and Brian, man. Both the same name, man. All right, man. Let's get going on this thing. Uh, I can't believe that's Jack White. I always forget that that's Jack White. It's so good. 2022, baby. Baz Luhrmann, the most successful Australian filmmaker of all time. <laughs> Are you impressed? <laughs> I will make you on music film. <laughs> what is he, German now? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make you a music film, aren't we? Uh, <clears throat> music films, kind of his thing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. He did Romeo and Juliet. Pretty dope. Uh, pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta bring that up. You got the meme though. He got the, the Leo with the yeah. the champagne glass. Uh yeah, that movie was crazy visually yeah um released june 24th in the united states 2022 uh what is this like two hours 39 minutes two hours 40 oh my glasses on uh 240 yeah and you were like we're gonna do jurassic park dominion is that what it's called dominion yeah and you're like no or no we are gonna do this right right and then you're like oh no it's like almost three hours Let's just do Jurassic Park. And then you found out you couldn't rent Jurassic Park. Then you and you would have had to buy it. So we we went back. But I looked at the run times and Jurassic Park is two hours twenty six minutes. So I saw that. Like, I was like, Well <laughs> either way. Yeah, I was trying to cause you were saying that this weekend was kind of a special weekend with you and your wife, and I was like, Well Yeah. It wasn't that it wasn't the, I don't I don't I don't shy away from long movies. It was more of like you guys are having a cool weekend. And I don't want to like force you to watch a three like stop what you're doing and watch the three hour long. So it was more like that. Yeah. But yeah, when I saw the Jurassic World thing, I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess regardless, we're watching a long movie. Yeah, I mean, would you rather have three hours of something that might be good or three hours of brand new Jurassic Park? Yeah, <laughs> you <know? laughs> when you look at it that way, yeah, it's for sure. <laughs> Fuck Jurassic Park. Uh, I was like, um. So I watched this. This took me like three days to watch. Mm. Uh, not because I couldn't sit and just because of the busyness of my days. Right, uh, right. I would have sat and watched this whole thing. It was fucking, I really enjoyed it. It was like, a, it's like this fever dream run through of his life. Uh, you're really only getting like, what, mid 50s? is like 69 is kind of what it covers mm-hmm. pretty much it shows you a little bit before and after but it's not really much at all right um yeah and boz L- lurman or whatever i think he this i think this is probably his best film or favorite of mine uh i think visually it's stunning um and the editing i thought at first, I was like, I don't know if I like this. This is weird. And breaking the fourth wall. This is different for a, a biopic music movie. We've had so many lately, so they're kind of cookie cutter. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, I don't know. I, I mean, I'll reserve judgment to the end and see how I felt after the 
whole thing plays out. And I liked it. It's just different. It's fun, man. It's totally different. Like the freaking Tom Hanks talking to the, now you might be asking yourself. <laughs> and his, he is a, he's a little over the top. But I enjoyed it by the end, and I don't know how that guy sounds or acts, so I don't know if that's even close to accurate. But uh, from the stories, it seems like his storyline is pretty accurate. So I looked up some stuff afterwards. That's a good biopic, too. I had to look up a bunch of stuff. I was like, man, I want to know more about this. And I watched that 68 comeback special. It's all mm. 4K restored on YouTube. And Nice. Dude, they, they're spot on. When they do musical numbers, like they – I was listening to pulled up some Elvis. I heard him live singing that. My love, my darling. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he's kind of fucking up. It's live and it's like 74 or something. So he's fat. It's the end scene where he's singing that. Right. And he's fat in the blue suit. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to it live in the car and I'm trying to sing along with it, but it's not hitting the normal beats of that song, you know, because it's mm-hmm. live. And he's like, my love, how goes it? My love, you know, lots. <laughs> and uh, it's exactly like that in the movie. I'm listening. It's like that's exactly that's the audio. That's how it kind of it flowed through. You could, you know, and I just love the accuracy. And I wouldn't know that unless I went and listened to the live track for some reason. And mm-hmm. then I thought that was really cool. Um, and the editing of the musical numbers quick jumps and the frenetic uh, pace of it, it kind of just makes you like, kind of, hey, yeah. all right. <laughs> kind of made me get into this, <laughs> the song. It was fucking rad, dude. I, and I am, I have a hunch that you are not going to enjoy this film as much as me. <laughs> um, I can always, when I'm watching something, I can always, <laughs> I'm like, I like this, but I got a feeling um i don't think i didn't like as much as you probably think i did i liked it um i didn't love it i think that kind of similar to last week i know last week was a zombie movie with jamie fox (laughs) similar to that movie um half of this movie i dug and half of it i did not um i think the first half of this movie i honestly could not have given a shit i mean it was fun and, and it was like the movie's entertaining regardless of whether I liked it or not. They, like, it's hard not to be kind of swept up in, in the style and the, the pace and frenetic energy this movie brings. Um, but I would say from the comeback special all the way yeah. through the Vegas stuff, all the way to the end, I loved that sec- the second part of that movie. The first is so just, it's so fast, and I never really got a sense of who Elvis was as a person, which I think it was interesting. I had no idea that this movie was going to be from the perspective of the manager. Um, I thought this was just going to be like a biopic from Elvis's perspective, but it's not. I thought that was kind of an interesting yeah. take. Um, I think Austin Butler, I think his name is, uh, does a really good job. I think he's. I think he settles a little more in the second. Maybe it's quite, maybe why I like it. I think he kind of settles into it the role in the second half of the movie. The first half I, with all the makeup and and the wardrobe, it feels like. Obviously, this is acting, so I guess I'm defining acting. But it's it felt like someone imitating somebody, but it didn't feel I didn't feel like I was watching Elvis. Feel like I was watching Austin Butler as Elvis. And which the second half? The second half. The first half half I felt that way. The second half, I'm like, I see Elvis on the screen right now. Like for whatever reason, I don't know what he did differently, but um, yeah, I don't know if I dug the like incorporating, you know, Doja the cat into the soundtrack as he's walking, like stuff like that. I don't know. 
if I kind of I don't know if that landed with me, but um, overall, yeah, I didn't mind it because like I was like, oh man, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but then <laughs> it's okay to me because you know they obviously show you that there's other music playing on where they're at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's a soundtrack for us. I mean, if you're, I can't remember what movie did that where they didn't do that. They, it was like some period piece and they're throwing in like fucking some rap music. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, I think it was 42. The Jackie Robinson story. Oh. Like, oh, and, then, and then, and that's fine. If we, if we can know it's for us, like there's music in the background of the actual scene, you know, but the, mm-hmm. we're hearing, then it's fine. But when you throw in rap music on top of 19, you know, 51, it's, it's weird, but right. they definitely did that. Cause there's all sorts of music playing. So I forgave it. And I thought it was kind of cool. I was like, he's all walking up. <laughs> <Dozer."> <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's like, smack that ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Look at what ass pussy is. He's walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> wet ass pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I remember, uh, I remember seeing, I think the first time I saw something like that, I think it was like Night's Tale. Remember that Heath Ledger movie had like oh, David God. Bowie and like the like, Queen soundtrack in there? That um, would make sense because that movie is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't meant to be like a period piece, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck that movie was. Uh, <clears throat> but no, I um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, like I said, I think I settled into it a little more in the second half than I did the first. Um, but I did enjoy it. Uh, I don't know if it's as bad. I haven't seen all of it. I haven't seen Moulin Rouge. I haven't seen Romeo and Juliet in a really long time. I remember liking it, though. And great Gatsby, I saw one. So I, I guess when, when I'm as I'm saying it, yeah, maybe this is his best. But um, yeah, it's pretty entertaining, man. Pretty entertaining. Yeah, uh, I yeah. What, what the hell's that guy's name again? Elvis. Uh, Austin Butler, I believe. Austin Butler. That's pretty. It, I thought he was amazing, man. This guy. <clears throat> that's a tough role to cast. You either get someone that looks nothing like him and rely completely on their acting, or you get someone that close enough and that can maybe act and i think he looks close enough like the, the jawline and stuff i was all kind of chubby mm-hmm. and it, i can his eyes kind of like i can see it there's enough physicality uh resemblance and then i think his accent's pretty great i know in the beginning in that first half you like that's him that's his voice and then i at the end i think that's what might make it more elvisy is they do some kind of trick trickery where they're blending the two voices mm-hmm. into one but uh yeah i think you're uh, I, I i love the whole movie but i agree that the 68 comeback special is when it kind of takes off yeah for that's sure a, that's some cool shit we're going to do here comes santa claus it's going to be so <laughs> fun where's the sweater oh. <laughs> the single corporation oh will be very angry <laughs> and, he, and he's just like Look, I'll get to the fucking Christmas home, man. Look, ain't all about Okay, not Christmas, but hold on, he's getting to it. I swear. <laughs> and he just never plays a Christmas yeah. song. So he's good. He's got the whole Christmas uh, set set up and snowing, and, and then the camera turns and uses the other side of the stage where it just says Elvis. Yeah, and that was cool, man. I didn't know all this story it was like, well, you know, when I, I hear when something's too dangerous to say, man, you sing it. So I'm gonna sing me a new. I'm gonna sing me a new little song about uh, about uh, racism. <laughs> and he sings that song, "Make My Dream Come True." That was emotional, man. I, yeah. 
it's pretty fucking pretty rad, dude. Um, yeah, I loved a lot of this movie. Uh, so Hanks, iconic too. Remember. That big red glowing just says Elvis, yeah. and it's just black. Oh man, it's iconic. So good. And uh, it looks just like the special. Go watch, watch some of the 4K remastered special, dude. Fucking crazy. Yeah, they have on they YouTube. Remas- it's they- uh, they do a comparison. They split the screen in half. Yeah, and yeah. It's the, some of that stuff's really they they nailed it. They the remastered one. They I don't know. They use that AI upscaling where they can like, turn film from the 70s make it look almost like it was filmed today it was crazy mm-hmm. shit it looks so clear that's awesome um <clears throat> yeah it's really you know you forget uh he's he's jesse kept walking in and getting caught that's how you you know in a movie will grab someone they every time it's only on good movies she walks in and she has to stay there for a minute mm-hmm. oh like he's singing that one song um what the hell is it? It's the one from uh, 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 The Conjuring. He always singing. Oh, uh, Can't Help Fall in Love. Oh, yeah. Or can't help Fool's Russian, whatever it's called. Yeah. Holy fool. And then she's like, he sings that song? Yeah, he sings that song, baby. <laughs> That's Elvis, baby. He's a king, baby. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah, he sings that song. <laughs> I don't know if he's the first, but yeah. he's singing it, baby. <laughs> like, as you can see from the movie, he's like, just covers, kind of. Just kind of. Just covers. Like, hey, that's a pretty cool little blues song, man. I let it. I like to sing that track for you, man. <laughs> like the yeah. first guy he's touring with. The first guy he's touring with is like, hey, I like to sing all your songs, man. <laughs> let me, let, let me sing them, man. <laughs> Don't be greedy, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I so do feel like there was a little bit of wasted opportunity there because I feel like they could have complicated the movie a little more. I like complicated characters. I think they make the most engrossing kind of stories and. I mean, it's not—it's no secret that that's one of his most controversial things about Elvis is that he basically stole other people's songs and and got famous off of them, and made a shit ton of money. And I wish they would have delved a little bit more on that, made him a little more interesting and a little. Hey, hold on, man. Hold on. They kind of just—they kind of just, just uh, wash on, over it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Using a lot of big words here, like stolen. Man. <laughs> I don't know if I like it, man. I'm just a poor little rocker doing my thing. You know, I love the blues. I love. <laughs> but yeah, man, stolen out of he covered songs. That's, I mean that. Yeah, but when you loud. cover a song, you pay the original artist. That's that's what pr- you do when I'm you cover. Pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he, pretty sure he had to. Ought to, ought to. This is what I'm saying. We're now we're talking about. It. See, I wish they would have gone to this to like uh, know whether maybe. He... <clears throat> pretty sure he did. I mean, how can he? I mean, he's recording for like RCA and shit. You mm-hmm. know, they're on the they're on the hook with that. They own the music. It's like. Uh, Pretty sure they compensated people. Now, were they compensated? Uh, well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Here's a dollar. <laughs> but hey, that probably more than you get for a stream song nowadays. Yeah. Again, one point point nine cents. Spotify's um, a joke, from what I hear. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so some cool stuff, man. Uh, really enjoyed it. They kind of breeze over his drug addiction. They don't. I feel like they don't want to get too far into that. Yeah. Uh, he takes a pill once in a while. <laughs> they don't even mention. They don't even mention it. He'll just be in a scene. Yeah, man. So <laughs> the mental. Don't worry. Don't worry about it, baby. <laughs> don't worry about it, baby. Uh, but man, the musical scenes are fucking amazing, bro. Like when he's setting up the the first Vegas gig. Oh yeah. And he's like so good. And he's like, uh they're what do they call it rehearsing and he's like man 
and he's redoing that first song he ever recorded. It's like, I don't want this. Ain't no, what do you say? This ain't no old time or this ain't no nostalgia show, man. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it different. Man. It's going to be different. It's going to be something people never seen. And then he's all, <laughs> he's all, hit me with that bass line. That's like, <laughs> Then <laughs> <laughs> he goes over to like the fucking brass uh, section. Uh, hit me with that horn. I want that <laughs> up, up an octave, man. Get it up an octave. <laughs> and then he hits the, now I want the trombones, man. Hit me with it. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, so like, good. And it's just like, man, you're feeling it, dude. And it yeah. builds up. And then he does the first show, and it's just amazing. And you can feel the like energy mm-hmm. and how he's just loving it. And it's all building, and at the end, is he's fucking covered in sweat like Elvis would be, and he's going around kissing all the girls on the mouth. Come over here, man. Let me get a little taste of you. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Which really it. happened. Yeah, it really <laughs> happened. I'm gonna be like, like his wife probably isn't gonna like this. Yeah, <laughs> she's all sitting there. Wee! <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's another thing they breeze over real quick. They don't want to talk too much about that. It's his wife. Yeah. Uh, when he meets her in Germany or whatever that happened, but he was 20 something and she was 14 mm. when they met. Mm. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the fifties, man. What are you going to do? <laughs> you know, you're about 21. You go overseas and meet your wife. And then when she turns uh, around 13, <laughs> yeah. Get a quinceanera. Yeah. So that's a little, I mean, All's well that ends well, I guess. It's a little weird. I don't know how much they were involved, but they when she met, she was 14. Mm. And uh, that's some crazy shit. How's eighth grade going, little girl? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. Did you do your homework today? Come on, man. <laughs> uh, they breathe right over that. They make sure, that, yeah, she looks, no, she looks like they're the same age. I like this. He's a nice girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like they, they bring up the controversial... I mean, I guess that's never brought up at all. I make, you make a good point there. But they do bring up, like, barely the drug stuff, barely the, yeah. you know, taking work from other people. It's like they, they present it, but they don't really do much with it. You know, I just yeah. they could have, like, dug a little deeper into that shit. I don't know if it's not like... Not to make him a Elvis villain. Is... I'm not saying make him a yeah. villain. I'm just saying that, like, give him a little bit of something. I don't know if the Elvis estate just didn't want to Yeah, yeah. have any yeah. of that touched on too much. Kind of sure. like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, remember the first draft where it was going to be Sasha Baron Cohen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was yeah, just yeah. like all the fucking gay hedonistic sex parties he, that he wanted to go into that he would have. And, uh, you yeah, know, give me that movie. <laughs> that yeah. Awesome. Queen, Queen does not, did not <laughs> want to have any, any part of that and like fired him. And that, and that, and that writer was like, you know, I remember reading about it, the scenes like midgets with like a, things tap strapped to their head and apparently there's all this stuff happened you have these crazy and they had dildos on platters walking around it's like dude, that's the <laughs> that's the movie <laughs> oh god action release the sasha cut and i think sasha would have been a pretty good uh in that role oh yeah never sure. know and still we got a with a rami malik hello <laughs> <laughs> Bug eyes. My name is Rami. You might remember me from Until Dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, musical numbers are great. Oh, yeah, I want to get into Tom Hanks. I don't know how accurate that portrayal is. 
<laughs> we're doing a snow job. When I first heard that, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> snow job. <laughs> I thought they're going to immediately go into like a bunch of cocaine stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am the snowman. Hello. <laughs> but as a carny oh, term, God. I don't know. The snow is the money and you leave people. You leave them with no money in their pockets, just the smile on their face. And uh, all that stuff was kind of cool. Um, Like I said, you get to like his character portrayal by the end. It's more subdued by the end and realistic, I think, when he's just trying to survive. Versus yeah. the beginning when he's just crazy. Um, and I was worried about like fat suit Tom Hanks and all this kind of stuff. But uh, I really think the makeup was good. Um, I kind of believed it by the end. Uh, it's really hard to do any kind of fat suit and uh, make it look okay. But where you can usually tell is the neck, you know? Yeah. It just yeah. looks so fake. But I was I'm looking at his neck and it's got like liver spots and stuff. I'm like, dude, this looks this looks pretty real. I can I'm believing it enough. Uh, you know, but it's Tom Hanks, so it's, it's yeah. hard to just, <laughs> yeah. dispense to, you know <laughs> Dispend disbelief. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it was like a no name actor, I probably could have, but I yeah. see Tom Hanks in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, this is a for me, you know, unfortunately, this was a flaw in the movie. I I loved who doesn't love Tom? We all love Tom Hanks, but him in this role, it was like comedic in a way where like it just took away from the role. I was just like, this is hilarious. Like his accent and the fat suit, which I agree, the fat suit was pretty well done. But I just wish they would have uh, just hired a, a chubbier actor. And but again, you know, maybe I don't know if this movie would have sold as well because obviously you have Tom Hanks was a big name, gets people in the seats, so maybe you wouldn't have gotten as much tickets, but. Um, yeah, I just wish they would have hired somebody to just do the role, but <laughs> it is kind of, I don't know, his accent so ridiculous. So, <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he's a notorious shitty manager taking like 50%. Fucking making him work to Vegas to pay off his yeah. gambling debts. Fucked never letting up. him leave the country. He never went on an international tour. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. to know that like he never left the country he said other than uh the service instead did the yes. international show which is like the biggest uh international stream oh, thing yeah, yeah. or whatever concert <clears throat> 1.5 billion yeah still hasn't been topped i don't know and then he says he's the number one re- solo recording artist of all time that's still true i thought someone had taken over i thought like michael jackson michael jackson or, or madonna yeah something like that but uh, it said it at the end of the movie, so yeah. I'm sure they're not gonna put it in. Put it in. Who cares? They don't want to look it up. Hey, what are they gonna do? Google it. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Google it, game. <laughs> put it in there. And then, yeah, at the end when they're showing like the real scenes versus him, that shit was really cool, dude. It's like, yeah. damn, so close. And then. Well, it tricked me. It tricked uh, me for a second because I thought. So what happens is, is like from what I remember, it it cuts to the last concert he ever did. He's on the piano doing that song you were, you were doing earlier, and I was like, "Is that Elvis or is that Austin?" I'm like, "Oh, okay." It took me a second to register. I'm like, oh, it's Austin Butler. But then they they look at they they play the other the actual footage. I'm like, "Oh, damn!" Like they fucking they nailed everything about that scene because I was fooled there yeah, for a minute. The Elvis fat suit was fucking amazing. Yeah. Like why they only used it in one scene? Mm-hmm. Like 
why? <laughs> like that Elvis, <laughs> like bro, uh, fat Elvis's face at the end. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he was like chubby when he was doing Vegas. Why? But Austin yeah. would never had a fat suit, which I thought they would do. I was like, when's he gonna? Is he? Are they gonna chubbify him, or are they just gonna say, you know, oh, fuck it? You can you can believe he's Elvis from his acting. But then they do do the fat suit for that one clip where he's sitting playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, because you, oh, yeah. you're like, is that? And you first throw it on because they haven't used a fat suit on him or any enhancements, and you can see, okay, this is fat. So this is Elvis, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're like, no, that is awesome. You can see in the eyes and stuff. It's like, that was amazing. Crazy stuff. <clears throat> and it was emotional at the end, man. And he's losing his family, and he's like, he's just uh, so lonely. And uh, it's like, he always did this for you. He's talking to the audience. Yeah. It's like he felt no love outside of the stage. Normal love couldn't compare to the love you gave to him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an interesting, it's an interesting way to like, because, you know, I don't know if the movie is trying to say that he's a, you know, um, what do you call them? Uh, like a, a narrator you're not supposed to believe. I forget there's a term for that, but um, uh, like an unreliable narrator. So I'm wondering, because he basically says he died for you. And I think that history is trying to say that he was overworked because of him. So it's just kind of the interesting way of uh, looking at it and kind of. <clears throat> well, yeah, um, I think he does say that, like, uh, some say I killed him. Yeah, that's yeah. not true. Some say it was the pills, which we bar- barely <laughs> covered. They go, look out, man. Karate chop. <laughs> That's good for going. That guy rushes on stage. The karate kid. Oh, oh, oh yeah. man! <laughs> Get him out of here, man! <laughs> he always had that little, uh, that little pea shooter on his ankle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little Derringer. <laughs> I always carried my Derringer, man. There's only two things Elvis loves: that's karate and guns. <laughs> and that was that other scene where, like, he thought someone was in the hallway of the hotel room. And he oh has, yeah. Like, big ass thing. All these fucking guns. This <laughs> is long ass. <laughs> go, come on man <laughs> goes through oh, the God. fucking wall out the building <laughs> no fucking grenade launcher come on <laughs> uh, he's got the bullets from like fucking uh, who framed Roger Rabbit oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yosemite Sam bullet uh. Anyways, we didn't even go over the story of this movie. We didn't need to. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a biopic. It's about the characters and how good they are. And did it make us feel like we watched Elvis? I I felt like I saw Elvis. I felt like I learned something. I always have loved Elvis. Not so much in my more adult years, but as a kid, I was really, uh, you know, I I did my hair like that. Mm-hmm. I was like obsessed with this persona, like the leather jacket. And, you know, pretty much the, the 68 comeback, that look, that iconic Elvis look. Uh, just just the music and the persona. I never watched any of them. So I don't know what that's about. Uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to do a remake of A Star is Born. Obviously, I don't think he ever did that, right? No, it's Chris Christopherson that I'm getting it. <clears throat> oh, yeah, with uh, Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Elvis playing a washed up singer. That's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that would have been cool, man, because he would have been yeah, fat awesome. at that point. <laughs> like, <laughs> what if he would have 
Maybe we would have nailed it because it's so close to home, you know. Uh, by the end, they wanted did Elvis didn't even have to have to just sing. Oh, lemonade. <laughs> that cool, refreshing yeah. drink. <laughs> we got to get to the race, Mr. Elvis. We got to get to the race. <laughs> Such a good bit. Uh, <clears throat> He's not <like> joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Uh, my score has gone up since I first watched it. I thought I was somewhere higher now. I enjoyed it a lot. It's long, so I don't know how often I would need to sit and watch this, but I'm so glad I did watch it, and I enjoyed all of it. And I'm so glad Elvis finally got a biopic. It's like, there's people that deserve biopics, and I'm just like, why the fuck haven't they made this yet? It's a no-brainer. Like the Stones, no-brainer. Mm-hmm. The Beatles, where the fuck are the biopics? Like, yeah. come on, man. Uh... Michael Jackson, like a real good one. Uh, Millie Vanilli. Like, <laughs> tell me that there's an, an amazing biopic. Two guys who get conned in to lip syncing by this guy based on their looks and they win a fucking Grammy. <laughs> and, then the whole shit, and then the whole shit show topples down and the world finds out. And then one of them commits suicide. It's like, that's a biopic dog (laughs) (laughs) like oh my god i heard someone's doing it i i I can't remember who but i heard someone's working on a millie vanilla movie i'm like finally god damn it yeah uh so yeah this is one that always deserved a biopic it ah, why did it take so and well maybe it needed to take so long you know because if this was done in the 90s or something yeah you know i don't know if it could have worked out i was what i was looking at this thing uh about it people going to watch it in theaters and it was like 50% were over like 50 years old. I was like, damn, that sucks that our younger generation really doesn't care about it. And it was mostly women too, they said. You know, so these older folks in Infinity or History of Elvis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it did pretty good. I think it had a $97 million budget. Last, uh, I think it was $588 million made or something like that. <clears throat> so, I think it did well enough. Uh, and I think Austin killed it. We'll see if he gets any other roles from this, you know, because it's like one of those things where, yeah, he was amazing, but were we going to trust him to do anything else? You know, yeah. I mean? I've only seen him in two things. I saw, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and, and this. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. He has a really good role in Once Upon, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, it's really small, but it's yeah. good. The fucking, uh, he just plays I text. think he's, he's like dating Vanessa Hudgens or something. Oh really? And I saw an, inter- an interview by her, and she was like, "One day we were at Christmas, and he sang an Elvis song, and I was like, we need to get you need to play Elvis.' She said, "We need to figure out a way. Someone needs to let you play Elvis." And then it was going through the clips and timeline of how it happened, and, and so she like ordained it was the the theme of the video. I was like, "That's pretty cool." That's, that's pretty reference sweet. It's uh, you know lobbying for you. And she was like, right. uh, it's almost like Chris Pratt with the Jurassic World, Jurassic Park thing. That video that was pretty, pretty crazy to see. And in, in hindsight, yeah. he's like, I'm gonna be- call up Spielberg. This is like during Parks and Rec season two or something. He's like, call Spielberg. I want to be the next Jurassic Park. And then six years later, sure as shit. Yeah, it's interesting that you brought up the 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 audience being um, kind of an older generation showing up to the movie. And I think that's kind of cool. Like, it made me think of like what. <laughs> What is going to be for our gen, you and I's generation in like our sixties and seventies to go to the movie and see a, like who like 
Timberlake? Like, who the fuck would it be? You know what I mean? Like, oh. who would who is our who would be the biopic we'd go see in, in our sixties and seventies? But either way, it's it's got to be pretty cool to like go see an Elvis movie when you grew up on Elvis. You know what I mean? It's gonna be the Little Nas X. <laughs> A tortured soul. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to hotel road. God damn it! <laughs> a little Nas X. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but we need more of these. They always do well. These biopics, music biopics. I don't know if it's like the cost, you know, all the licensing for the music and shit. Like I heard they were doing one with Jimi Hendrix, and they like they're gonna do it without the music. They couldn't license it. It's like, how the fuck? That no. is the stupidest. Yeah. It's like, don't do it, bro. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't, <laughs> don't do it, man. You gotta have the music. <clears throat> and then other biopics, like the one on Hulu about Mike Tyson, where Mike Tyson's like, fuck that movie. I don't want to be part of this. They stole my story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just something about slavery. Something about some quote about slavery. The slave. Yeah. <laughs> The Hulu's a slave owners. <laughs> yeah, it's just Hulu, man. Uh, which is disappointing because I know he was having that movie with Jamie Foxx playing him. I don't know if that affects that. Mm. So I did want to see Jamie Foxx play Mike Tyson. Yeah. Because uh, did you ever see the video where he's talking about that? It's like, imagine this. He's explaining like a trailer for it. He's like, it comes down on Catskill, New York, 1979. Uh, Pigeons. Oh, you hear, you see a fist in the back. And you hear, I'm going I'm to be with the greatest of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, he just, he just described it. And he, the guys in the room were like, yo! <laughs> yo, dog! <laughs> you know? Oh, God. Some black radio show and Jamie Block is just killing the stories as always. Yeah. It's like fucking painting a fucking trailer in your head. Anyways. I could watch Jamie Foxx interviews all day. <laughs> All day. Yeah. He's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, did you give a score? I don't know if you no. did. No. <clears throat> Loved it. Great biopic. I got an affinity for Elvis. I don't know if people would love this as much if they didn't. I mean, it's not I'm a huge Elvis fan, but I do have a spot for him in my heart. Um, <clears throat> 8.1. I thought it was great. I was thinking sevens, but I was like, no, this is an eight to me. Like, I enjoyed it that much, and it, I think it deserves uh, to be up there. Uh, amazing. We'll see if there's any. I don't, I, for some reason, I'm not getting the Oscar buzz about Austin like we did with uh, Remy. But mm -hmm. I'd say it's as good or better to the, the you know, being the real person. So I don't see why it wouldn't have some, some traction on that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, 8.1. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the Oscars are all fucking, it's all politics anyway, so we'll see. Um, I don't mean like speeches. I mean like getting people nominated. <laughs> it's, it's all political. Um, oh, both. <laughs> They're both political. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm trying to, I don't want to get too long-winded here, but um, I'm glad that this movie brought me back to the biopic. Um, and what I mean by that is I'm not even lying. I'm straight up telling the truth here. Ever since Walk Hard, I have not seen a music biopic because that movie does such a good job of tearing down 
the music biopic that it's just like all of them like i have no <laughs> desire to see a uh, music biopic ever again because the walk hard is so fucking good at like poking fun at that genre uh, to, to the point where like maybe that's why i didn't like the first half of this movie because i kept thinking about walk hard like there's a scene where he's in the kitchen with his mom he's like i just want to go leave town and, and uh play music mama and she's like you ain't going you ain't leaving the house and i kept thinking of just john c <laughs> Riley just being like i don't know and like all this stuff like when i was a kid i lost my brother and like or the whole uh they even so, do this oh yeah sorry have you never seen bohemian rhapsody i've not seen bohemian rhapsody i haven't seen rocket man out of compton i've oh yeah okay no okay i lied then i've seen straight out of compton straight out of compton is pretty damn okay good. Um, sorry, yeah. I forgot about that one. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody is really good too. Yeah. Uh, Rocket Man, I don't know. I love Elton John too, but I just, I don't know, something about it didn't hit me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just some of the stuff in the first half of the movie just it gave me some some funny vibes from Walk Hard. Like, there's even the scene where, like, Dewey Cox got to think about his entire life before he goes on. There's literally a scene in this movie where before Elvis goes on stage, he thinks about his entire life and he's doing this whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah, when he's, when he's back a to his kid. childhood. Yeah. I was like, God all the, damn all it. The black, all the black churchgoers, stop that little white boy. No, he's got the spirit. Uh, so it's 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 hard for me not to think about Walk Hard um, for some of the shit. Um, but but my point is is that I'm glad that this was kind of the movie that brought me back in the fray because it, it does at least feel different. If this was a movie with less style and it was just kind of more paint by the numbers biopic, um, I think I don't think I would have liked it as much. At least it's different enough stylistically that it kept me pretty entertained. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of scenes we didn't get to talk about that I thought were hilarious and, and fun. The, the first time he's on stage and all the women, it shows all the reaction to the women. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. React to his moves was highly entertaining and, and kind of hilarious. Um, yeah. I wasn't a fan. What of are they Tom doing? Hanks. They like your, they like your wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> wiggle some more. <laughs> um, yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, it, unfortunately I didn't know too much about Elvis to be honest with you. I mean, obviously I know who fucking Elvis is. I know his songs. But I didn't really know the person very well. And unfortunately, I don't think I, I still got that. I think there's still a lot of missing about who Elvis was as a person. Again, this is not told from the perspective of Elvis. So maybe it makes sense in the context of the film. Um, but no, it, you know, after the movie, like, a, you know, biopics do. they When you don't know a lot about this shit, you look it up. And it's kind of fun to do all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, when they're showing the footage at the end, I, I couldn't help but think, like, man, I kind of wished I just would have watched, like, a two-and-a-half-hour-long, like, documentary about him. Maybe it would have hit a little harder to see, like, actual interviews and have, you know, real footage throughout the whole thing. And I still would like that someday if if, if they make it. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's funny. I, I kind of sound stupid and maybe uh, ignorant and naive, but uh, I didn't know that he lasted this long in his career in terms of timeline of music. I'm like, he was playing music to the seventies. Like he was like, Elvis was still around with Jimi Hendrix and like the Beatles and that type of music. And he's still around. Like, I didn't know that. I thought that, you know, Hendrix and all those guys came after Elvis. Um, cause they're so different. You, you wouldn't think that they'd be in the same timeline cause their, their styles are so different. Um, so that was kind of surprising me. And again, I probably sound stupid there. Again, I don't know anything about Elvis. Um, so I was like, Oh shit, he fucking, he's making music in the sixties along with fucking Hendrix and shit. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. But yeah, all the Vegas stuff I didn't know. I mean, I knew he was a, a Vegas show guy, but um, the stuff with his manager and like uh, basically worked himself to death. Um, that, yeah, all the stuff was very interesting. I didn't know. So, you know, kudos to the movie. Yeah, for I don't know how that. often. I don't know how often he was doing that show in Vegas. Is that like a nightly show? You had to do 365 of those? Or is that like yeah. a weekly show? You know, yeah, like after know. the first one he does, it's like, you can't do that even every week. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean 
maybe every week. But yeah, yeah I could see like how the fuck. Yeah, I, I would assume that it could even. I mean, I'm probably wrong, but I I took it as like a a Friday, Saturday, Sunday gig every week, which I hope mm. that's not the case. You know what I mean? Like that's fucking nuts, dude. Three days a week to play the same fucking songs over and over and over again um, for years. Yeah, not even years. It's I think still, it's like four or five years. <clears throat> still pour yourself into it every time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like it was four years, I think. It's yeah. crazy and there's even that great scene i think you, you touched on it earlier but um after his first show you know does the you were going through all the, the setup part but after the show the the curtains fall and he falls to his knees and he just sits there for a little bit and it's just like the first time in the movie where it's like oh shit, that guy is like he's exhausted <laughs> he's getting old but he's just like sitting there on the floor as the curtain drops so i thought that was kind of a a, a neat little a little foreshadowing there from him just getting fucking overworked to death um but yeah sorry i'm trying to get my uh my, my thoughts here but yeah i i liked it i liked it i liked again the second half more than the first um overall i enjoyed it um i don't know i don't know if i'll ever watch bohemian rhapsody but rocket man sounds interesting because it it looks i remember seeing some of the trailer and it looked very stylistic it's like this maybe you can speak to that but it looked kind of stylistically bohemian rhapsody yeah. just looks like a normal kind of biopicy movie to me so I don't, I don't know about that but like rocket man seemed really stylish and weird and, and like you know acidy yeah uh, i don't know if that's true but maybe that'd be up my alley um austin butler did great i wasn't a fan of tom hanks um Da, 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 da. Uh, I was trying to look up the footage from the uh, what is that stadium called that he played in Russfield or Russwood where the uh, all that <clears throat> all that fighting broke out when he was the new Elvis. Um, but oh, I couldn't I find know. any footage of that. Um, and then yeah, the dog scene where he's the new Elvis and like they never yeah, yeah. show what happens. It's kind of just alluded to, but you go back and watch it. It is really fucking weird. He like plays hound dog on a on a night show with a ha- actual hand dog with a top hat and it's just really weird and bizarre mm-hmm. um yeah so I'm, I'm wondering my my stepmom and her family are like hardcore elvis fans like i never knew anyone as hardcore about elvis as as my stepmom and her family um i would love to pick their brain about what they thought about this movie um and uh yeah and another weird thing is like <laughs> elvis never did like uh carson or any of these shows like television appearances he never did mm-hmm. and that i saw an interview of the colonel saying that you know i didn't put him on those shows because i saw the big names go on there and then they nothing happened and mm-hmm. they go you go on there and you play for free no not my boy <laughs> <laughs> that's not a snow job yeah uh, so yeah anyways i'm getting mm-hmm. kind of long here um to me it's a 7.4 so we're pretty close we're pretty close yeah yeah it's pretty damn good it was worth watching for sure all right, sweet man. Seven point four, eight point one. Both enjoyed it. Check it out, uh, Elvis on HBO Max, and still in theaters. Still running mm-hmm. in theaters. That seems like a really long theater run, but whatever. Milk yeah, they it. brought a shit ton of movies back on Saturday. They brought back Spider Man. They brought back Top Gun and IMAX. I think some of them even brought back Elvis. There's there's a couple movies that they got brought back on Saturday. Yeah, I think I think my theaters had Elvis. Yeah, <laughs> just just normally. Yeah, King has left the building. All right, guys. Uh, as always, thanks for joining us. Please check us out on uh, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, always here on YouTube. Uh, we appreciate it. Next week, we'll get into some more Tom Hanks mm-hmm. as we watch 
The Wooden Boy That Wished to Become a Real Boy, the film. <laughs> All right. Join us then. The we ain't got week. no strings to hold us down, you know? I'm oh, sorry. Nah. <laughs> I ruined, <laughs> I ruined your outro. Fuck! <laughs> oh, God. Turn off the cameras. Turn it off. <laughs> Later. Uh, peace.